We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocky can. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Wherever you are, I hope it's warmer than where we are. Ooh. This is football weather. And you know what? There's going to be some more football weather in Buffalo this weekend, Perloff. And for any person who writes off the Miami Dolphins because it's supposed to be cold, which Miami has played in the AFC East forever. They've played cold games in Buffalo before. This is not going to be that much of a shock to the system. Whoever is writing off the Miami Dolphins before this game, do it at your own risk. It's not going to be me. I mean, I think the spread is too big. I think people have been so down on Miami. Why? Because they had two bad games, two bad games against two good opponents. One, the best defense in the NFL, the 49ers. And two, a team that basically put together an unbelievable game plan to beat them in the Chargers who are also fighting for their playoff lives. I am not writing off the Dolphins, who, by the way, everyone in the national media picked to win that game against the Chargers just because they had one bad showing. No, no, you can do it. I'm not doing it. Um, are you aware of the weather? <laughs> yes, I'm so, aware. I, I think my grandparents <laughs> in Boca Raton have a better chance of coming up and adjusting this weather. You, have you looked at Tua's numbers in bad weather? They're not good. He's played three games under 50 degrees. Yeah. He's lost all three, failed to cover the spread in all three. Is Last 50 year they cold? lost. Well, no, this is <laughs> under 50. Yeah, I know. His but... coldest was 36, and they lost 34 to 3 to the Titans. Yeah, I saw that one too. So it's 28 degrees, and now it's up to nine inches of snow. This is not Tua weather. And you look at the Dolphins just on the surface. What's the biggest weapon the Dolphins have? Tyreek Hill's speed and Jalen Waddle's speed. Yeah. Don't you think that's going to be neutralized? So I, I guess I understand what you're saying, but it feels like this is the weather makes it an almost impossible task for the Dolphins. Okay. Well, Tyreek Hill is no stranger to cold weather games. He's played in plenty of them, obviously playing in Kansas City. And I know Waddle hasn't played in a ton of cold weather games, but even if one of those guys doesn't have a huge day, you still have a run game. You still have another good wide receiver in Sherfield. You also have Gasecki. These guys have played in cold weather. Like, it's not all lost. And, like, for everyone who is putting Mike McDaniel in the coach of the year conversation, do you not think that he will adjust to the game plan? Okay, defense has adjusted to them. They took out the middle of the field, whatever. You don't think he's going to have an adjustment to the adjustment? Are we all jumping off the Mike McDaniel bandwagon that fast? Uh, I think, listen, Mike McDaniel, he won in a bad weather game last year in San Francisco, which is a miracle. They beat the Packers yeah. in, in, in the playoffs. Terrible weather, yeah. Now, the key, obviously, was going to be run game and defense, but I don't feel like Miami has a run game and defense like San Francisco. Nothing even close. So they're not – They just on the surface, they are not equipped to win this kind of game at all. Have you watched Miami's defensive front lately? I mean, San Francisco had the best defense in the league. Is Miami even a top half defense? Well, I would say they're right now their pass rushers and the rush defense has been excellent. I mean, they've shored it up. They traded for Bradley Chubb. They've got Wilkins. They are awesome on defense. And really? I don't think the numbers bear that out at all. Are you sure? I mean, I, I saw. Did they play the Bears in like a shootout? I know that was Justin Fields. And, <laughs> and obviously the Niners and the Chargers had success. I, I don't think the Dolphins' defense is super scary. You're not seeing how ferocious that front was. No. Okay. No, I, I don't see it at all. I feel like if this was a clean game, I would definitely be feel even more comfortable about the Bills winning by more. I think the only reason – I actually wouldn't even bet this game. It's a seven-point spread. Because you, you never know what the snow is going to do to somebody. It could totally mess up the Bills just as much as it messed up the Dolphins. Like last year, the snow messed up the Packers in Lambeau. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I think, it, I think it's quirky. But I honestly – 
I just feel like Buffalo is a much better team. And I think I think I'm in the large majority here. I, I think most people look at this game and say a touchdown might even be a little bit, maybe not enough. Wait, wait. Were you saying this before they played the Chargers? Because do you remember the fun graphic that they put on before the game on uh, Sunday night football, football night in America, whatever, and every single one of the panelists picked Miami and then the Chargers won? <laughs> but that was a three-point spread. This uh, is a seven-point spread. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, go even after the San Francisco game, but going into the Charger game, I don't think anybody thought, oh, my gosh, Miami, they're about to fall off a cliff here. Well, and, first know, of all, the they Chargers lost by great, six. They, they played a great game. The Chargers had an excellent game plan. That was the best the def- best defensive yeah. game that the Chargers have played this season. And yet, there was about four moments in the second half where the Chargers almost gave it away. Well, because <laughs> that's the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, and the game was 23. 23- 316 <laughs> but I, I think the the thing that you're a little different I think most people view the Bills as the best team in the league okay well I don't know about that I mean, they I, just moved past Casey and Philly to the number one Super Bowl odds again I think that they're but, but why like Philly just is coming off of a really huge win they just, just trounced the Giants and Sam in Kansas City like I know Mahomes threw a couple interceptions but they ended up winning in Denver like that was not even a thing I, I just well, Philly hasn't beaten anybody. That that's a big problem. The lack of competition is why people don't trust Philadelphia. Okay, well, we we can talk about that, you know, down the road when before they get to the playoffs of which they've already clinched. But you mentioned about the snow could end up, you know, messing with Buffalo too. Like people don't understand just because the team is located in Buffalo, they actually have built a team that should play in a dome. It looks like it should play in a dome. They don't have a great run game at all. The whole run game is Josh Allen. And on, while we say that on one side, on the other side, everyone's like, you can't run Josh Allen that much or else he's going to get hurt. So what do you <laughs> want here? He's the whole run game. He's also a big liability in the run game because you don't want your quarterback exposed in that way. So are they a cold weather team? But at least they're used to the cold. I would think it'd be really hard to live and play in Miami and come up to Buffalo. Just had a day. The Buffalo Bills dug themselves out of that massive storm. I mean, I just think it'd be <laughs> more of a disruption. Then they played in Detroit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If I go on vacation for a week to Florida, <laughs> I feel like my I sort of get cold-blooded and it's harder to be in the cold. I don't know. I think it's natural. I mean, you understand what I'm saying. One team's in Miami, one team's in Buffalo. I, I totally understand they're built like a track team to play against the Chiefs. But still, they have no excuse not to be ready for this because they are the Bills. It's a home game. You would always give the home team an advantage in the snow. I don't know why, but you just I think you would. Uh, yeah, I think, honestly, the snow, I agree, might hurt the Bills more because I think if it was on a neutral field, I think the Bills would really roll in this game. Well, I mean, Miami already beat Buffalo once. It was 100 degrees. and Which you makes know, me think Buffalo is going to avenge it even more. Well, I don't know. I mean, Josh Allen threw the ball like 60 times in that game. They ran 90 plays. You know, the lack of a run game hurts them in cold and in warm weather. But I guess, like, the, the thing about this is, I'm not asking Tua and Jalen Waddell and all these guys. I'm not asking them to come and live in Buffalo. I'm not asking them to go outside, you know, and shovel snow. It's a four-hour football game. That's it. Like, I've talked with so many athletes about this and football players. They all say it's just a state of mind. Like, that's can you, for those four hours, just play better in the elements? No one's asking you to go shovel Josh Allen's driveway. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to live in it. You just have to exist in it for a short amount of time. You know where Tua is. Tua is from Hawaii. Played at Alabama. It's the Miami Dolphins quarterback. Oh, well, let's listen to a little Tua. Yeah, let's let's hear it. Okay, so Tua was asked yesterday about the bad weather, and he revealed this. It snowed in Alabama my first year. Yeah. 
So it snows in Alabama, guys. <laughs> I know. It, I mean, people don't know that. You know, there's some people that just think, oh, you know, it just gets cold in Alabama. It, it does snow. Take that. Oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, <laughs> move, uh, move over. Give me cold weather quarterback. Brett Favre. He's uniquely <laughs> positioned to not be a good cold weather quarterback. He doesn't really run the ball. He's from the warmest state in the country. He plays at the warmest team in the country. He's little, and he needs to throw these air balls that his guys can run underneath. I don't know. Yeah, I could eat my words here, but it just feels like on paper this is such a mismatch because of the weather. Okay, one of the other reasons why Mike McDaniel, I think, was hired to be the Dolphins coach is because I think that the brass of Miami saw what the San Francisco 49ers were able to do, which was they find a way to run the ball no matter what, no matter who, whether they're drafted, undrafted, you know, it doesn't matter in San Francisco. You can always find a run game. And I don't understand why now all of a sudden anyone would write off Mike McDaniels. Like he hadn't learned anything from that Shanahan offense and how they're not going to rely on running the ball this time around. But they, they didn't run at all against the Chargers. They went for 82 yards. I was looking at against the Chargers. And the Niners, I think they didn't run the ball either. I know. You don't think that's going to change? I mean, I know that Jeff Wilson ended up getting a little banged up. I don't see him on an injury report now. You don't – why – like, does no one think that the coach is going to be capable of adjusting here? The I guys- mean, yes, maybe. Anything could happen in an NFL game. But, no, I think you're selling the Dolphins too much. It doesn't feel like they're – This is a classic, they're be able to do it. classic case – of just overlooking a team, right, because of what happened recently. So they ran for 33 yards against the Niners, and they ran for 82 yards against the Chargers. They need to get that run game going. And maybe this helps them. Maybe it's the best thing that could happen because they're, they're going to be forced reliable. to do it. I mean, their entire offense against the Chargers was just hope Tyreek Hill blows that past everybody. Yeah. So I don't you take away Tyreek Hill if the weather's bad, or maybe this helps them. I, it, that's why it's such a hard game to predict, because you do not know what it's going to be like to cover Tyreek Hill in the snow. It might be 50 times harder, or maybe Hill can't get his footing. I, I think there's no way to really tell. You've watched a lot of snow games, be a Bills fan. Yeah. What usually happens? Is a home team get an advantage, or what, is it? What you know? I find, one of the one of the most recent, I guess, and a really good one, was LaShawn McCoy once had this really amazing game in the snow against the Colts. And that was excellent. But I find that the defense is really on their heels. Yeah, they have a, they have trouble figuring out what's going on. Exactly. So, I mean, Tyreek Hill has played in cold weather. Like, I, I just don't see how this is, oh, this is going to be a walkover for Buffalo because Miami's never seen snow before. Like, newsflash, half the guys in the Bills hadn't seen snow before until two weeks ago or whatever <laughs> it was, Thanksgiving, when all of a sudden they got dumped on. Like, I, there's just like, I, I think people are overestimating what kind of advantage the weather is going to play here. Yeah, I I don't know. I honestly think just the fact that the, the Miami won last time, it's a divisional matchup, it yeah. just feels like a split. You It'd be know. shocking to see Miami beat Buffalo twice this year, especially because Buffalo is def- definitely a better team. That would be very unusual for Buffalo to lose this game at home. You know what I think it is? I think you guys like talking about the weather a lot. <laughs> this is Perloff, <laughs> sad dad. All dudes love talking about the weather, and that's why this the weather's uh. being built up. Is there? I a, think snow games are so entertaining. Everybody wants to see one of those. Everyone wants to see them. Like, doesn't? Are you not like that? No, I mean I can appreciate a nice snow game when I'm sitting all cozy on my couch. Of course, I'm a human being, but no, oh, yeah. I snow don't. games are the best. That's the best part about it. I think it's one of the reasons the NFL is so much, uh, so big 
uh, compared uh, the outdoor games and the snow, the rain. Everybody loves that stuff. It adds an incredible element. I don't love indoor stadiums. I wouldn't really have any of them if I ran the league. <laughs> you everyone would be outside. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, if they, could, if they could play at Lambeau and they could play yeah. in Buffalo outside. Why can't Minnesota? Minnesota, why why did they play outside? They have such a home court advantage. It frees everybody and have that team that you're describing just. Run the ball down everyone's throat. Be like the 1968 Packers or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I love these elements. I think it's one of the best parts about football. But then on the flip side, like you're going to have a game at, you know, at 1 o'clock in Arizona in September oh, when the yeah, sun's yeah. beating down on everybody. I'm People are going to collapse and die. I'm talking about real football teams, not whatever's going <laughs> on out there in the desert. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So you're going to move the team from Arizona where? To Saskatchewan? Do what they you do want... at SoFi. Have like a half indoor, half outside. You're right. The sun at Arizona would be problematic. It'd be brutal. But I think when you think of indoor stadiums, most people think of protecting from the cold. And I don't like that. I'd rather play in the elements. Yeah, I'd rather, you know, and I, if I go out there, I'm not wearing sleeves. I'm not wearing gloves. I'm going short sleeve. If you're a lineman and you put on sleeves in a cold game, you are soft. I love you <laughs> saying that from the cozy confines of our beautifully Christmas decorated studio here. That you would wear no sleeves out oh, there in yeah. nine degree weather. Absolutely. I'm calling 100% BS. On I that. used to shovel the driveway and shoot baskets when I was a kid. I I think that you get so adrenaline pumped up, you actually don't need sleeves. Come on, I'm saying if you're an offensive lineman, you gotta at least show <laughs> off something. You gotta show that you're tough. That's how you win the game. You See, know, these Dolphins guys are gonna come in there. And they're gonna be having those those hand the warmers heaters, you wear when yeah. skiing. Yeah. Uh, yes, the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins put out heaters in 55 degree weather in LA. That doesn't concern you, Maggie. They are thin skin. No, I mean, I you know, you want to stay warm. You got to keep the hamstrings loose, you know. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. 50 when that breeze hits a certain way, you wish you had brought a jacket. Okay, now let's make it 28 and 9 inches of snow <laughs> and 50 mile an hour winds. And then let's talk a heater's not going to help you. They are going to fold in this cold weather. Now, the question is, how many times is Josh Allen going to turn the ball over? Yeah, well, Five, I, seven? It's it's not going to be an insignificant amount, I can tell <laughs> yeah, you that. that yeah. I think deep deep inside, yeah, what is going on with that? I know I've asked you, I ask you every day, why is Josh Allen turning the ball over so often? I know, and every time I tell you, his elbow is probably still hurt. And then I forget about his elbow. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, the elbow injury. I'm like, yeah. Why does an elbow injury make you turn the ball over? I don't know. I can't fit the ball where he used to put it. I don't know. Also, did you notice not, a, not an insignificant panic move from the Bills? Because Isaiah McKenzie, their slot yes. receiver, has dropped some passes the last couple weeks. They brought in Cole Beasley, who <laughs> somebody said, mm. and to Isaiah McKenzie's credit, you know, is being a really good teammate, even though this guy basically has come to either light a fryer under you or just straight up replace yeah. you. That's a, good, um, it's a good name for a punk band, not an insignificant panic move. <laughs> <laughs> panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a mouthful, but it'd be cool on a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, so two things about... Though, well, one last thing about two things about the weather. One, I don't understand how more people don't light themselves on fire with those heaters that actually have the like the flames in them. You've seen those on the sideline where, yes, where it's like the flames yeah, and it's yeah. like has a fan mm -hmm. that's going to put the heaters out. How do more people not light themselves on fire on those? And number two, the NFL. Wait, that's number one? Yeah, oh. <laughs> well, after the game. The NFL will sell you anything. We can buy anything. I can buy gloves for every team, hats, scarves. I can buy a toaster that puts the logo of my team into a slice of bread. Why can't I buy the cool coats that the dudes wear on the sideline when it's cold weather? You oh, know how, yeah. how they're long, yeah, like they go down massive. to the ankle? Yeah. Why can't I buy that coat? Have you tried? I've looked. 
many years in a row, cannot find them. Why can't I get that coat? Come on, NFL. This is like the most capitalistic place, uh, the, the thing we have. They don't want to sell me a coat. Yes, dude. Did you find one? No, I didn't. But especially for a Bills fan and a lot of Bills fans in Buffalo, that feels like that would be a major uh, item. That, that that would be a lot of money they could make off of that. Dude, they have someone selling a gigantic hat <laughs> that Brian Robinson <laughs> is wearing from the Washington Commanders that the Mannings put on. You look like a dope, but yet I just want a big coat and I can't find it. Isn't that just... Mind-boggling? You'd wear it? Would I? I would. You'd wear the Tom Brady double-sized coat? I, I've been looking my whole life for it. The whole show, she'd wear it. I'd wear it, do it throughout the show. I'd wear it starting in September, and I wouldn't take it off till March. <laughs> I wish I could have one of those things. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, do you agree with me that the Miami Dolphins playing in the cold weather, this is being totally overblown. They're a professional football team. They're a very good one at that. One whose coach, don't we have to give him a little credit that he can make adjustments over the last two weeks? He's seen what defenses want to do to his team. He's going to adjust. Or do you agree with Perloff that the weather is going to have a massive impact in this game and that basically Miami's dead in the water because of the weather? Well, Eight, actually, five, I five. think Miami might be closer because of the weather. Because I, I also think Miami's a much worse team than the Bills on a neutral field. I mean, I think seven is – honestly, I thought it would be even more. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We just do not agree. Want to get you involved in the show early and often? Weigh in on this. You're welcome to. Coming up, what's at stake for tonight? How big of a loss is Debo Samuel for the 49ers? And not to mention a banged-up Brock Purdy. We'll get to that in just a minute. We're so glad to have you. It's Thursday right here on the Maggie and Perloff Show. Don't go anywhere. We're back in a minute. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the cause of your pesky check engine light for free. Get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Pouring over the numbers here, Maggie. It's not so great for uh, for your guys in the cold weather. The Dolphins are very bad in cold weather. Mm-hmm. As you expect, because you're on the road. Everyone's bad on the road. Yeah. I just think the Dolphins have their I think I said this the first time when they're three and five against winning teams, not bad, but they're five and zero oh against losing teams. I think they feasted on some bad defenses and and maybe looked like something they were not. So that's where I think our big difference is on them. Now, as far as the weather affecting them, I I don't know. How can you be a Miami team? And go into nine inches of snow in Buffalo and not be affected. I know Buffalo will be affected too, but you don't think that these guys are going to be completely out of their element. And you made a good compelling argument. I started to buy it. Then I looked back and said, do not buy what Maggie is telling. (laughs) There's no way. They're Miami Dolphins (laughs) through and through. They have no interest. They're just going to want to get off of that field. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You heard from me. I think it's overblown. It's not like the Bills are great in cold weather either, ironically. And Perloff does think it's going to have an effect. Let's hear from you. Go to the phone, shall we? 855-212-4CBS. How about let's start with Joe, who's in New Jersey, wants to talk about how he thinks weather's going to impact this game. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. Let me first say, as I always say, the only show I will watch. I get football opinions back with football reasons, which I do not get 
on any other show, and it's professionally debated. So I really wish people would do everything like that in life, but it doesn't <laughs> go that way. We try to keep it classy um, here, Joe. So I don't, I, I don't know if you guys played. Obviously, Maggie, you probably by default didn't play, but I, no. you know, I played up to the QB, up to high school level, and I can tell you really that the weather. I'm with you on this, Maggie. Once the game gets rolling, athletes, it wouldn't matter, you know, how how cold it gets. And even like, if you remember the NFC Championship game. With, I'm a diehard Giants fan, by yeah. the way. And Mr. Perloff, you were kind enough to remind me of like the Deshaun uh, Jackson punt return last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. got all these but, ready to um, go. Yeah, yeah, did you remember I, Randall Cunningham torturing you on Monday night, too? Yeah, but please, go, too. go ahead, Joe. Yeah. That too. By the way, the punter who punted that was named Matt Dodge, and they ran him out of Dodge. <laughs> I think Tom Coughlin... <laughs> But I don't think Uber existed then, but Tom Coughlin basically called the guy a cab and was like, get out of here. I never want to see you again. What he said to him is the one thing you can't do is punt a line drive down the middle. And what did he do? And I actually think because he dropped that ball is why he scored. Like he he changed the whole play by doing that. He threw off the timing. Well, let's not run through. In better times, I think you're going to bring up the game in Green Bay. Yeah, and I see like, like that was so cold that nobody. I don't care that they played in cold. Like you see Coughlin's face in that game. Yeah, but my point is, when you watched it on TV, you wouldn't have noticed anything different. Like it didn't affect them. Like the game gets going, and the cold is the last thing that that kind of goes through their head. In my point, yeah. You know? Well, right, Joe, but the, but the Giants that. are Thank a you. northeastern team. The Dolphins are in Florida, yeah. so you would think, and you know, the numbers are terrible. Since two thousand eight, they're seven and fourteen. Uh, when they play in the snow. Okay, Which but is also, it. just to be fair, the Dolphins before this season just haven't been that great in general. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, they just also were not a good football team, which is, again, where you and I disagree. I think they are a good football team. You don't think they are. So it's different when you're traveling well, to a cold-weather place when you actually are talented. I think they're good. No, I think they're good. They're they're about a 10-win team. They're probably a 10-7 and 7 team where the Bills are – you know, they're elite. They're, they're should be thinking Super Bowl. By the way, the Bills have the best snow record since 2008. But, again, mm, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, I guess they're so. home. More though. chances. They're, they're <laughs> yeah, more chances. They have home. all the home that's, field advantage. I that's a key issue. Listen, one of the big games over the last few years, and one that I think was massive for Brian Flores and for Miami, was remember going to New England, beating the Patriots? That was a massive game that nobody gave the Dolphins a shot in and basically uh, took away home field advantage for the Pats, uh, took them out of the number two seat, I believe, at the time. And then... Oh, right. Now I remember that game, yes. Uh, Let's go to Brett. He's in Arizona. He does think the weather's going to matter. Hey, Brett, what's up? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Doing excellent. What do you have? This is is Brett from Arizona. I'm the kangaroo guy, if you remember. I called him. The test driver who did the oh yeah yes <laughs> yeah. so I've been here in Arizona my whole life and I've I and I was I've been a Cardinals fan my whole life and I've seen them play in Sun Devil Stadium even in November I've seen what East Coast teams just melt yep. under the heat here in Arizona and I'm, I can tell you just from watching those games and that experience and being in the stands. The weather is a big deal, man, and if you're not used to it, it's gonna hurt you. And I've I've seen the uh, seen it both ways. I've seen Arizona go to those cold weather stadiums too and just get murdered because of it. So, I know it'd be funny. Like, what's the more extreme? You know, is it harder oh, to heat, go yeah. to heat or is it harder to go to cold? I almost think it's actually harder to go to heat 
because yeah, yeah. I, can, I can guarantee you that yeah wait brett remind us again you you were someone who test drove for a car company like and you 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 on purpose had to crash the car right basically yeah yeah and they had us driving driving through a fake fake riverbed because kangaroo hunters were breaking uh, the suspension <laughs> on our truck and they wanted to know why <laughs> I didn't know they were, yeah. <laughs> it's all coming yeah. back now, Brett. I'm so glad that you called back to the show. Uh, you're welcome yeah. anytime, obviously, and thank you for weighing in. You're allowed to hunt kangaroos in Australia? I think that's that must have been the story we originally started with. Yeah. Because I remember I think I did a little digging with Brett about what he did for a, a living. Because I, right, I right, mentioned right. something. No, I know that, yeah. but I'm just surprised as we get back to see. I didn't know people were out there hunting kangaroos. I didn't know that was a thing. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should remember the story, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember the movie Crocodile Dundee, uh, but he was a crocodile hunter. He wasn't a kangaroo hunter. Yeah. Why would you kill a kangaroo? Is that your only reference for Australia is Crocodile Dundee the movie? You call that a knife, <laughs> mate? Yeah, of course that's my only reference. What other well, references are there? <laughs> that was almost as bad as the your British accent. What is your... Ed- are there other import Crocodile Dundee is a national treasure to Australia. Let's just say, and Steve Irwin. That's the two things I, I know. know. May he rest in peace. Uh, I, wait, <laughs> do that impersonation again? You call that a knife, mate? I don't know. It's so bad. It's always so bad. Can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I can sit in judgment of yours, though. You call that a knife? No, I can't do it. I shouldn't have even. That tried. was a bad. It was bad. It was terrible. Uh, Grant is in Boise, Idaho. It's got something in common with me. Grant, what's up? Hey, this is the first time I ever called in, but I definitely agree with those big coats. Always one of those when I go skiing and when I take my dog on a walk. Definitely want one of those coats. Grant, thank you so much. We don't talk about it enough. The NFL will sell us anything. Why won't they sell us those massive coats that guys wear on the sidelines when it's a cold weather game? Just, I've got no explanation. Do we have to call the league? It makes no sense. Jack is in Long Island. Jack, what's up? Hey, what's up, Maggie and Pro Wolf? I just wanted to uh, I just want to say I agree. I think the Bills are gonna kill the Dolphins, you know. I don't think the Dolphins can play in the cold weather. I think the Dolphins look horrible in their past two games against the Chargers and the uh Niners. Yeah, I just don't think the Dolphins are a big time team. I think they have a easy schedule to be honest with you. Jack, if it was a neutral field, how would you think of the game? Same way? Uh, like not snowing. If it was a neutral field, I, I think I would be on the Bills side still, but it would be like a little less. But still, I think the Bills are a much better team, to be honest with you. Jack, appreciate it. Thanks for weighing in. See, are the Bills a much better team than the Dolphins? Well, I don't I, think well, so. Let me ask you this. Yeah. The related question. Are the Bills a much better team than the New York Jets? No. Because mm. look at how closely the Jets have played the Bills both times this year, including beating them the first the first time around. Gosh, I don't know. I feel like they're a much better team than the Mike White Jets. I mean, the Jets are seven and six. The Bills are nine and three. They beat them by eight points. Bills are ten and three. Ten and three. Yeah, I mean, I I think the Bills are a much better team. At least they're viewed that way. They're the number one team in odds. Okay, where view the Jets is are different probably, than like what's actually going on. Which like is, DVOA, I'm assuming the Bills are fifty. Way, way higher. DVOA, yeah, uh, right. the sabermetric measure of how good a team is. They have to be higher. Yes, of course they're better. What are we talking about here? I wouldn't think so. we got more of your phone calls, of course. Uh, do we want to put this out as a poll? 
how much will weather impact Bills Dolphins? I don't know how you can answer that in a poll. Yeah, I don't know either. That's a how much? <laughs> a lot? A little? Uh, not at all. I mean, if we put out how much will weather impact the Bills Dolphins game, we put a lot or a little. I mean, people are going to vote a lot. It's I a, know. I I want to. I can't make my point in a poll. You know. Maybe that's not our best way. I'm just curious. How close do you think the Bills and the Jets are? The same Jets were seven and six and probably maybe going to win nine games. I think – did you watch how the Jets' defense, like, handled the Bills? I thought that game – I thought the Bills were like, there's no way they're going to get to 20 points and just shut down the entire game. Okay, but that's not a great game plan. That's not the sign of a great team. They go in the, the turtle game. position with the three – you know, five minutes left to go in the third quarter. Isn't that basically what happened? That's kind of what the NFL does now. But, okay, if, if you're saying that, because I think the Jets are, they're probably the 16th, 17th best team in the NFL. That means the Bills are closer to that than the first best well, team. Well, I'm thinking about, like, think about the Jets and what they're able to do and keep games close and all that when they barely have a quarterback. I mean, Zach Wilson beat them the first time around because they were able to run the ball so effectively. And then you have Mike White, who it's kind of like a 49er situation where even your backup quarterback is not that much of a downgrade. In fact, for the Jets, it's an upgrade from the start. Okay, who's a better team, the Bills or the Chiefs? I think the Chiefs are a better team. I've told you that all season. Because the Chiefs are way better than the Jets. I don't care what you say about the Bills. Okay, well, there's another thing, too, about the Bills and Jets play each other close because they're familiar. Right, right. But, that, well, no, my, my question was you put them similar in the same, same kind I'll, of team. I'll give you this. If it was Jets and Kansas City in the first round of the playoffs in Kansas City, what do you think the spread would be on that? Nine and a half? Eleven. Eleven? Okay, I take the points. Like, that's, where, that's to tell you where my head is at. What would you set the spread at? Well... It doesn't matter. Like, I would take the points even if it was a touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Mike I think White. Kansas City is great. Yeah. Oof. I'm telling you, I'm just talking about matchups here. Right, right, right. right? I, I just, I totally miss it. I don't think the Jets are a very good team. Well, it's funny. <laughs> We're talking about the Bills and the Dolphins somehow became a Jets Well, because, uh, yeah, honestly, because it's, it's interesting because the Dolphins are right where the Jets are. The You know, these pretty average AFC teams. The Bills should be an elite AFC team. They should handle teams like this easily. Has anything looked easy for the Bills the last few weeks? No. Absolutely not, because they're hurt. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, coming up, see you guys on the phones. We'll get back to your phone calls, of course. Also, is a major change coming to the NFL. We've got that for you in just a moment. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We've been talking about whether or not the weather in Buffalo this weekend is going to actually be that bad for the Dolphins. I think everyone's overestimating this. They're a professional football team. They have to handle the weather for four hours. They don't have to move to Buffalo. They're not trying to shovel the driveway. They have to play in cold weather. They can they can handle it. The fact that no one thinks Mike McDaniel's going to adjust, like everyone's just penciling in that this is going to be this Bills runaway, I don't understand. Also, the Bills aren't a great cold weather team. Does anyone watch them? They don't have a run game. Except for the quarterback. Yeah, it sure feels like taking Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle out of the picture with a snow game would really help the Bills. I don't know if it takes them out of the picture, but we have to put that aside for a second. I mean, your calls are welcome at 855-212-4CBS. We have to put this aside because in the last segment, you mentioned something about the movie Crocodile Dundee. What led to that, by the way? Uh, we have a caller who is test driving oh, yes, cars yes. because... <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> kangaroo hunters were ruining the suspension. Yes. So Ford or somebody had to improve the suspension on there. Yeah, he never said what car company. That was Brett in Arizona. Who's, oh. Yeah, it was like basically a human crash test dummy. 
Yeah. So that led to, of course, the idea. I said that Crocodile Dundee hunted crocodiles. He did not hunt kangaroos. That seems insane to me that anyone would go hunt kangaroos. Yeah. And then you said. You call that a knife, mate? It's getting worse. It's getting like now you're. That was a little southern. It's southern. What happened there? Well, Mike is in Utah. He's taking issue here. Mike, what's up? Hey, how's it going? We're doing great. Before we get to the important part about the the words in the movie, I do want to say I've been a <laughs> Dolphins fan since the early 80s, and I think the problem is everybody's caught on to our passing game. And if McDaniels can't adjust and make some changes, we're going to be in trouble. But now, now on to the important matter. Yeah, <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, what do you have on Crocodile Dundee? The line that's said in the movie, you remember the pimp pulls out the knife on him. Right. And he says, that's not a knife. And then he whips out his great big giant knife and he says, that's a knife. I thought it says you call, that's not a knife, that's yeah, a knife. Knows, I thought it says you call that a knife. Oh, where did no, I get that from? Him, that's not a knife. And he whips his giant knife out and he says, now that's a knife. All right. Well, Stu pulled wow. the clip from the movie. Here it is. Mike, you, you nailed go. it. Boom. You're the winner. You knew, <laughs> you knew the line. Excellent hey, can call. I say one last thing? Yeah, of course. Go Utes in the Rose Bowl. Hey, there you go. Utes very, very impressive over USC in the Pac-12 championship game. Mike, thanks so much. All right. Well, you were close. Partial yeah, credit sorry. for that. You were very close. Well, not really. I, I figure I should get that line. Where did, <laughs> Doesn't it sound like you call that a knife? This is a knife. That makes more sense. I mean, it was all good. Because if he was Did addressing the person up? holding the knife, he would say, that's not a knife. He, was a, he isn't even bothered to address the actual perpetrator of the crime. He's just was talking to his girlfriend and saying, that's not a knife. I have a Amazing. Question. So cocky, that crocodile doesn't do. <laughs> Wait, Connor, you're, you're in your 20s. Do you have any idea, Crocodile? Did that make it through or no? Um, I, I've heard of Crocodile Dundee, okay. but I wouldn't know who the actor was or anything about the movie at or all. Or the line. So if someone said... That's not a knife. No. Oh, that's a knife. Yeah, that would go right over your head. Over my head. The Got most it. famous Australian person I would ever know is Steve Irwin yeah. from way back yes. in the day. Sure. That's about it. Basically okay. the same difference. <laughs> is crocodile basically crocodile based off of Steve Irwin? Uh, or vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. What is that chicken and egg thing? I'm not sure who came first. But to Steve Irwin was actually really there. Paul Hogan was just a good actor. Yeah, but right, exactly. Well, no, Paul Hogan, I think, was a huge... He was, was he like an the, environmentalist? He's the face of Australia. He's their biggest star. He's like their Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Yeah, he's... I thought Nicole Kidman is their Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he does, like, ads, like, come to Australia. He's done them for years. I th- in fact, it, I, I was surprised. He's still... He's 83 years old, but he's a big... He's really... He's royalty. You know how some countries, like David Hasselhoff's big in Germany? Yeah. Paul Hogan <laughs> is here. everything in Australia. <laughs> Well, no, but David Hasselhoff's really big in Germany. He's yeah. like the biggest recording star. Uh, is it Germany? Yeah, I think yeah, it's Germany. Germany. of course. Paul Hogan's a, a god in Australia. I've read. I've never been to Australia, so <laughs> I don't know if this is true. But if anyone's in Australia listening, are we on in Melbourne? I can't remember what the deal is. That's one it. of our new affiliates, actually. So that's awesome. Melbourne, Australia. I don't know what time it is there. <laughs> we're, we're an evening show there. Uh, let's go to Josh's in Georgia. Josh, what's up? Hey, how you doing? We're doing great. What do you think about the weather great. in Buffalo this weekend? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think it's a it's a factor. It's a huge factor, but I don't know that it's the players. So, I mean, I think of James Cook, 
So we're in southwest Georgia right now. Um, I got my kids in the back seat filming this because you didn't believe I was really going to be on the radio. Um, <laughs> what's up, kids? But, uh, hey. Yeah, what's up? So, um, but I mean, we were raised believing because the Dolphins come to Buffalo in December every single year. I mean, this was the game you circle on the on the calendar. I remember having T-shirts made about. Um, what was it, the 1990 AFC Championship, first one the Bills won? Yeah. We went to school in fifth grade with shirts that said, Bo don't know snow. Um, <laughs> Bo, Bo Jackson. I remember going to a, a game um, in the snow when I was a kid, and people were stripping down to their underwear, and, and folks behind me were throwing snowballs, and the people in their underwear were loving it. <laughs> well, and it, it, it's Josh, like and... It's rite of passage, yeah. If, and so if, the... the if yeah, the, the kids in the car, if the kids can just earmuffs for a second in the back of the car, that's because of the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> that's not because they're, that's not yeah. a good idea. It's a terrible idea that happens after you've had way too many Labatt Blues. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, or Molson. Yeah, Molson Triple um, X. Uh, yeah, so it's, you know, the, the, the crowd gets so up for these games. I remember going in the, the Brian Cox era. Yeah, I to, remember uh, that. One of the last playoff games the Bills won before the, the you know current iteration of the team and an hour before the game it, it's it's a snow festival people are going insane so and I think the the team does feed off of that and the team needs to because without home field advantage in this playoff I don't see this Bills team getting past I mean yeah no they need maybe, the home field I don't see them getting to the AFC championship game let alone pass but yeah, Josh, yeah I, mean, I mean the fans are going to be so rabid I got to tell you. You're so right about all yeah. of that. Every point, excellent. Kids, uh, listen James to that, Cook, man. James Cook, by the way, yeah. from Thank Southwest Georgia. James Cook is going to get as many uh, carries as Josh and George is going to get. Yeah. They're not going <laughs> to let that guy. Get a lot, they no. are going to freeze him out. I don't think they trust him that much, especially um, if, if it's wet out. Oh, no way. James um, Cook is not touching that rock on Saturday night. I do not think that James Cook, if there are any, like, unders for him, <laughs> I would probably bet all of them. Although, Devin Singletary, I mean, went to Florida Atlantic, but he's a little bit better in the snow. Well, I think it's all about ball security if the ball's wet. It's not It's not really the cold. It's the precipitation, too. That's why I don't think two is going to be able to throw. How's he going to grip the ball with those little two hands? No, it's not going to happen. How about Jared is in Las Vegas? Jared, what's up? How's it going? Little two uh, hands? Just wanted to say Love the show. Um, Thank you. you guys get me through the afternoon because all we have out here to listen to is JT the Rick, and it is a putrid show. So thanks for we you We don't guys like to pass judgment on any well. show, but thank you for listening to us. Well, you know, I, I, I understand, but, you know, this, that's what we have to listen to. But um, what I was going to say is I feel like I feel like it's already in the Dolphins' head, the cold. I mean – who wears a shirt to practice saying I wish you'd be colder in, in Miami and it's, it's the winter time. I mean, that's perfect weather in Miami. That's, that's when all the, all the people come out of town to visit. And, you know, um, and you're referencing quickly, game... you're referencing Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins coach wore a t-shirt that said, yeah. I wish it was colder. So they're kind of leaning into this whole thing. Yeah. I don't know if they're leaning into it or if they're trying to um, manifest some sort of, Destiny, really what you're doing is putting in thoughts in your players' heads that it's going to be cold already. I mean, just like Perloff said, they had benches, they had heaters at the benches out in SoFi. I mean, they're they're going to be wishing they were back in Miami as soon as the plane lands in Buffalo. Yeah. Like, Jared, it's, thank it's you. It's not going to be pretty. Appreciate that. I have to issue an apology. Why? 
Tui's got 10-inch hands at the combine. Yeah, he doesn't have little hands. Uh, he's just a little guy. I assumed he had a little hand. He's <laughs> probably the second shortest quarterback in the league. So how's he got 10-inch hands? Way to go, Tua. Turned him into Kenny Pickett. I know. Yeah, I think he, I think he pre-combine, I think he was doing some stretches. Because 10-inch hands seems a lot. <laughs> I don't know if even the stretches could work that well. Uh, Marshall's in L.A. Marshall, we left you only about 25 seconds, bud. What's on your mind? So two quick things, Maggie. I found uh, Mike Florio's Chuck Foreman jersey hoodie that he wore on PFT two months ago. It took me two months to find it. Okay. And it doesn't. It doesn't exist by the NFL. It's on Chuck Foreman's actual website. So just find your long coat. Someone's going to sell it. <laughs> okay. Someone will sell it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're telling and, me I haven't put enough elbow grease into this. I really got to look harder. I, I got mine. I wore it in the Minnesota Vikings lost, but I have it. <laughs> and then and then and then Andrew, why yeah. don't you add Finding Nemo to your Australia references? Oh, is that you said in Australia? Nemo, I didn't even right? know that. Oh, good right. call. There, there you go. You've got two daughters. Why don't you put that into your, your dinner conversation? Yeah. There you go. Also, Marshall, I, I remember the Sydney Australia had an Olympics. That was a big deal. Two thousand? Yeah, I've seen I've seen a bunch of Australian movies. Um Name who, two. Okay, uh, Romper Stomper is set in his. That's a. Uh, that <laughs> sounds that? made up. Eric Bana's movie was great. Okay. I've seen obviously the Mel Gibson Road Warrior movies set Australia. Sure. Totally crazy. I recently saw a movie on Netflix that was terrifying about Australia from Joel Edgerton, who is a superstar in Australia. You know, he's the actor. You totally recognize him. He's in a million things. <laughs> no, I bet you I would. Joel Edgerton. Oh, he's great. Anyway, I'm a big fan of Australian cinema, ironically, but I don't. No much beyond that. All right. Well, <laughs> we brought it all full circle. Coming up, he was a national champion, is an NBA champion. Jason Terry is going to join us next. The Jet. Come on back.